All right, everybody. Now, I've been talking about bringing in a young voice. I finally got a young voice. We have Solange here. Uh, we're going to talk about bullying, self-worth. Uh, we're going to talk about George Zander, Civil Rights Act, HRC. This is going to be a fantastic interview. Everything is fueled from me wanting to be a better person on Earth. It's time to do your part. I don't want you to dream. I want you to do it. Tap into the conversation. Check one, two. As we cover the latest issues affecting our communities and the world. It is absolutely vital that the truth comes out. Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from firsthand experiences. Is your mind truly free or is it caged? This is Do Your Part with Brian Gallo. Ooh, welcome back, everyone. We are introducing some youth to the show, finally. I'm ecstatic for our next guest. We're talking to Solange. She's a friend of mine. She lives here locally, and she uh, is just, you do so much for somebody your age. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm, again, ecstatic and excited that you're here, and I'm happy. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I called your mom a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And I asked her, and she was like, I don't think it'll be a problem, but obviously let me ask her, yes. meaning you. Why did you choose to come do this? Well, you know, I definitely feel like we all need to do our part mm -hmm. for a kinder world, for a better world. And I feel like since I am youth, hopefully with anyone listening out there, my words can reach someone and really impact them to do their part mm -hmm. and to be kind and to always look out for others and always to do the right thing. So with that said, what are some ways that you do your part? Because I know that like you could probably take an hours answering this, but <laughs> for some of the teenagers yeah. or people out there, yeah. what are some of the ways that you do your part? I mean, I would say simply being kind. I mean, sending someone a kind message mm -hmm. is like could brighten someone's day because mm -hmm. you know you never know what anyone's going through, how they're feeling, even if they've had the worst day. But if you're like, hey, I was just thinking about you, really miss you, and don't forget you're worth it. Mm -hmm. Or just like kind words or kind gestures or maybe taking someone out for ice cream one day mm -hmm. just to make them feel good and make them feel like they do have worth. I mean, I think that's a very easy way to do your part, especially right now with mm -hmm. all this social distancing. Mm -hmm. So anything, being kind, really. You mentioned self-worth. Do you think that's something that people are lacking nowadays? Well, I mean, I definitely feel like it's something that needs to be pushed more. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that people take the time to know their worth and know that, like, you are enough and you are worth it. I really think that that's just kind of pushed away right now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's definitely something people should remember that they are worth it because everyone's worth it. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, I know that my mother instilled confidence in me, so I never questioned my self-worth. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I wavered from time to time, right? We all go have yes. dips. But how do you, who do you attribute that to or how are you so attached to the idea oh, of definitely. Definitely my family. Uh -huh. Definitely. My family always has my back, has always pushed to have self-confidence on myself and to never let people's opinions about myself bring me down because mm -hmm. I know who I am and what my worth is and mm -hmm. to always be confident. So definitely my background really has helped me have that confidence in myself. And this is what makes you so unique for somebody your age. Thank you. Yeah. you do, but do you understand that? Do you get that? <laughs> I get it, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Thank of course. You. I mean, it's kind of hard to see yourself, mm -hmm. right? You, sometimes you need other people to tell you what's going yes. on. So you mentioned family. We're talking about self-worth. Paint us a picture. Tell us a bit about your family, your backstory. Tell us about who you are. All right. Well, I am Solange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am adopted. I was born in 2005. I was a foster child for about two years mm. because um, I was born not in a hospital. So when I was picked up, 
in an ambulance truck and taken to a hospital. There was no proof of my birth, so there was no proof that I was born. So, yeah, so uh, there was really no one to have eyewitness that I was born. So I was a foster child for two years until um, my mom was able to, you know, track down the EMT who did pick me up and ask him to be a witness that I was born. And he did pick me up, you know. Um, but my mom has fostered over a million trillion. Who who even has a number of how many kids she's fostered? Wow. Um, so some of us, some of them we fostered and some of them have stayed behind with us. Mm-hmm. So have become a part of our family. Um, but they've been with us for, you know, it's good to have a big family and just, Mm -hmm. you know, but, um, then I started when I was a little bit, let's say like a little bit older, I got into advocacy Mm -hmm. and I got into speaking up for the rights of others. Um, which is how I met you. Yes. I believe it was seven years old or six. Correct me if I'm wrong. I Mm -hmm. was put by my mentor who sadly did pass away from a hate crime out here, out in Palm Springs. Um, His name was George Zander. He put me on the back of a pickup truck and asked me to speak what was on my mind and why I was out there and why I felt so strongly about, you know, people getting to be themselves and people same genders wanting to love each other and marry each other and at such a young age you know I like really understood that because a lot of my uncles and aunts um, fall under the lines of LGBTQ so Mm -hmm. I've grown up with LGBT family Mm -hmm. and I feel as if no matter what gender you are or how old you are if you love each other then I mean you definitely have the right to marry and want to spend the rest of your lives with each other Mm -hmm. I don't think just because you know you're the same gender or doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to love someone Mm -hmm. because my uncles love each other and I definitely think they have the right to be married and loved Mm -hmm. and they have three amazing children who they have raised amazingly and I I love them so I definitely think it's fair to you know get to be yourself and Mm -hmm. not have to be afraid you, um, you, what I like about what you just said is I think you use the word love like 10 times. Yes, because love is the real factor here. Right. I mean, if you love someone, it doesn't matter. If you love someone, you should have that opportunity to spend your rest of your life with that someone and mm-hmm. not be like, I can't get married right now because it's the law and mm-hmm. no one appreciates LGBTQ or a lot of people feel scared to come out about themselves and be like, hey, I am LGBTQ because they don't know if they're accepted Mm -hmm. and I mean to ever live in that fear of not being able to be yourself I mean scares me yeah because I mean I couldn't imagine just not being able to express myself and Mm -hmm. feel afraid that no one you know would have my back so I feel like that's important I've been there and I remember the fear I had especially when I was around your age as far as dealing with my with my sexuality I will say the cool part about that and I'm going to stretch on this at another time is that it forced me to uh, do the work on myself, mm-hmm. self-reflection, even a, at a young age. So yes. at the end of the day, that's also a confidence builder. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. Just a little bit about um, my past right there. So you and George Sander had a really close relationship. Yes. Wow, he I never knew this. He really was my mentor. He started me. He started my advocacy. He's mm-hmm. the one who got me started. He put me on the back of that pickup truck. And ever since, I've always had a big mouth. Since <laughs> I Before I could talk, you know, like I always, I sang. My mouth was constantly moving. So it's good to put it to some use. You're funny. Let me right? ask you something. So when he put you on the back of that truck, were you nervous? Or Because when I see you talk, you don't seem to be nervous. I just started talking right I just grabbed that mic and kept going and going and going Mm -hmm. and you know I felt then as I got older I really realized like wow I really just 
did it. Yeah. Like I just sat there, stood up there and said what I felt like I needed to be said. And mm -hmm. I've been doing that ever since I was younger, still to this day. And I love if it wasn't for him, which I thank him so much because mm -hmm. I love it. And this is something that I never would want to have that opportunity taken away from me mm -hmm. because, you know, not everybody can speak up for themselves and, you know, have that, you know, platform to like stand up and be confident. And I feel like since I do have that platform and those, you know, energy, I can help other people do that. So mm -hmm. I love that I get to use my voice to help other people who can't use theirs. And this, again, is another platform for you. Yes. And we're going to roll out many more viewers, listeners. If you like what you're hearing, you're going to we're going to link you onto her Instagram or some sort of stuff. But yes. the thing I love about you is that you're a powerhouse. Again, if you see or see her fit for anything, reach out to her. We want to hear her voice. We want to see her uh, and see more of you. Uh, again, I go all over the place in these conversations. I feel you. With that said, what do you want to be? What do you what What do you see yourself doing in ten years? Well, you know, I have, like I said, when I was younger, I started with advocacy, mm -hmm. and I really, when I, once I got older, I really got into politics mm -hmm. and just, you know, feeling that that also does really tie into just having feeling strongly about something and not giving up on it. But I'm also like crazy a lover of performing arts and singing mm. and dancing. So mm -hmm. I definitely want to do something in the performing arts industry, 100%. Mm -hmm. But I also really want to shoot to someday live in the White House and become president because wow. I love it. Wow. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think that that definitely can't happen if you just say, I will. Oh, yeah. I am. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. All right. Vote for Solange. I'll, look, if you need a campaign manager, I, I might be a little old, a little rickety at that at age. But you call me. I got your back. I call you. I got your back. And um, so with everything that's going on and all the just drama that's oh, going yeah. on, how do you stay so happy and optimistic and hopeful? How do you? How are you able to keep your eye on the wanting to be the president when you see that the government is like so just in shambles right I now? I think definitely never giving up, never losing hope faith uh -huh. and definitely just you know like i said being strong having a good background and family who has supported me since day one definitely helps because they keep me in the midst of like hey you know like relook this and make sure you got everything so once in a while i look back at everything i do and it just reminds me of like how good that day felt you know some of my videos from advocacy and singing and stuff like that for women's rights lgbt rights many 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 rights i have spoken up for a lot of those videos are on youtube Not so once in a while, I love to just go back and listen to it. And sometimes I tweak myself like, oh, I didn't say that right. Well, or, you know, like. That's normal. Yeah. So I like to just go back and see and, you know, keep keep it going. That like hope that once this is over, I'll be able to get back into everything. And yeah. Well, you're in it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, in still, you're still in it just, yeah. just by being here. Yeah. So I want you to talk in detail about some of the. The situations you're talking about, some of the mm -hmm. situations where you were public speaking. Tell me what they were for, what mm -hmm. happened, what you spoke about. Well, one um, that I've spoken on, this main topic I've had, I've spoken on since I was young, has mm -hmm. been my main topic forever, is LGBT rights. Okay. I've spoken, which if you haven't already told, tell, mm -hmm. I've spoken on it for to make sure that everyone has the rights, no matter what gender you are, no mm -hmm. matter what sexuality, you know, as long as you love each other and, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with each other, I definitely think you should have that right and mm -hmm. shouldn't have it taken away from you just because someone else decides to hate on it. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone should be equal. I definitely feel that, so. You're darn right. Yeah. Where, where did you have this conversation? Um, I've had it 
a lot. I've, I don't know. I've. Because I know the human these, rights campaign. You spoke once yes, at the HRC event. Yes, I did. Which, I spoke at the garden party. Yeah. I believe it was. Was that at Barry Mandel's house or it might have been the year after? It was a year after. But this is like one of the biggest events I of the year here. I spoke over. I spoke in front of over 600 people, is it? I yeah. Spoke in, I was, yeah. I was there watching you. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I can't even remember. Like, I went out there being so nervous, and uh -huh. I was like, I don't know what to say because it was like you me, this murdered little kid. It. You killed it. Yeah, and it was so many adults, so I'm like, like, what am I going to say? But I went up there with confidence uh -huh. and just having faith in myself, and I did it, and it was so much fun that I just wanted to stay on the stage and keep talking, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's that performing artist in you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and again, that's all in part as to why I have you here today. You know, you're so impressive to watch anybody be able to public speak at any age, but especially at your age, um, and do it with such confidence. So, HRC, that was a garden party. I've seen you speak at other events. Can you name a few other? Like, I know that um, Buddha bullying is huge for you. Oh, yes. Talk about that. Oh, Buddha Bullying is the best organization I have ever been in. Mm -hmm. Buddha Dimi Bullying, yeah, Dimitri, Dimitri, we love you. We love you. Um, it's his birthday today, so oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Yes. Um, but um, Buddha Bullying, I, they had an um, annual talent show out here in the desert called Desert's Got Talent, but it's for the desert. Mm -hmm. I know um, a little bit about that. So I auditioned for it, I believe it was 2017, about four years ago when I was 11. Um, and I auditioned for it with him. He was their president and co-founder of it. Mm -hmm. And Chris Bennett, who has also played an amazing role in my life. She sure. was the musical director. Um, you know, and I auditioned um, with I Will Survive. And I got in. Wow. And I ended up singing um, I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston. And I Whoa. came out on top with, may I say, our favorite MC ever was you. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. That was I remember a fun it. I love it. The one thing I remember about that night, like it's so crazy that that's the one thing I can remember, is when you say, is when you say, come out here and you had your hand up to see how tall I was. And I absolutely met that line. And it was so, <laughs> so funny that you could predict my height like that. It was so funny. That's but, one memory you have of that day? Oh, that's like the probably um, the only thing I remember of that day. And then taking pictures with my sister because yeah. my sister and I did compete together. Yeah. So it was amazing. I met him later on that year. I became what's called a youth girls ambassador. Mm -hmm. Since I did experience bullying when mm -hmm. I was in elementary school when I was a little bit younger. So I kind of had a backfall and understood, you know, about this organization. And that does go with confidence and how strongly I felt about it. Yeah. So I've been with them ever since. Um, I get the opportunity to go to many, many different schools from all in the Coachella Valley, I believe. Um, but we've gotten to speak over the 19,000 students, I believe it was. Jeez. Was it 19,000? You might as round up. That's 20,000 people. Yeah, we spoke to over 19,000 students. And when I tell you, it was it's the best feeling ever to just sit there and be like, hey, this is what I've gone through. Mm -hmm. This is how I overcame it. This is what I did. And mm -hmm. I'm giving you guys these tools to help you guys stand up. And, you know, we really are giving them a platform to stand up and be like, hey, what you did to me was not okay. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm going to do about it. And just getting to see their faces when they feel like when they talk about it and then they talk about what they can do to make it better. And then just seeing them about how much better they feel mm -hmm. and how they feel like, I wish I had this 
to you know help them help help them get through this i mm-hmm. wish i knew this organization way way when i was younger because yeah. it's it's amazing i mean the work they do the fundraisers they do mm-hmm. play they're just amazing mm-hmm. i love them so it's much. not they it's you it's it's us well it's us it's I, us i, I like that it's fierce, us fierce army uh-huh we're amazing and then our vp um cassie skirba which she's amazing as well mm-hmm. she's she's an actress singer um and she comes out to help us out sometimes with some you know high school mm-hmm. uh high school speeches because we guard to kinder elementary middle high school high school a few because mm-hmm. you know it's really more where it hits middle school uh-huh. you're transitioning like oh i'm out of being a little kid but i'm soon going to become a high school mm-hmm. you're just kind of in the middle there which i feel like really hits so is that when kids are most bullied is then and also do you find that the kids that you're speaking to that they're actually retaining the information you think this is working? oh 100 percent, 100 percent. listening mm. to kids because also talking about when we talked about lgbtq a lot of kids that like really warm my heart is because a lot of kids get bullied but not from school they get it from home Mm -hmm. so a lot of things from home really reflect on them and become very negative Mm -hmm. so when you tell someone like hey when like it's very easy to tell someone just tell someone just speak up but if you're receiving bullying from home you know and you end up receiving it from school who are you supposed to talk to you know what's crazy Uh, wow I don't think people ever consider that. Yeah, it's like, who do you talk to? You can't just tell someone, talk to someone, because it's like, yeah. I can't go home and talk to them because they it's happening me, at home. But I can't go to school either. Yeah, my niece was telling me just last week, she shared a story with me about how her brother bullied her in front of a group of people, and it really messed her oh, up. Yeah. And this happened like eight years ago, and she was still starting to tear up when she told me this past week. And I said, you need to talk to your brother about it's this. It's words. Let me be honest with this. you. It's actions can hurt yeah let me tell you actions can hurt um physically hurting someone um and embarrassing like them like that in front of anybody mm-hmm. or especially just to them in private it hurts mm-hmm. but when you tell somebody words i can tell you i've met adults with this organization who still to this day do not remember the actions done to them but they remember the words mm. and the words people call you because you retain that and you remember mm-hmm. if someone calls you ugly or things like that then like when you're feeling down then all those words just shoot back into your brain and it's like i was called this and this you don't really like remember when you're feeling down like oh they hit me mm-hmm. or this it's mm-hmm. like it just brings you down so uh, how do you deal with bullying i mean i would imagine because you're confident people probably know who you are you're, you know you're gorgeous i don't think people are really going to ch- try to bully you or come step to you but do you still deal with bullies i mean i don't definitely i think it has to do like i said with my home but with this organization mm-hmm. because i'm i've always been confident but they've given me more confidence to just believe in myself and anytime i see anyone feeling down or sitting alone at lunch i have left my group of friends and been like hey i don't know you you Mm -hmm. don't know me but like let's sit down and have lunch together you know but i don't really receive any of it anymore because i i mean we've done these presentations at my school and Mm -hmm. you know when you're a high schooler and you're speaking in front of seniors and everything it's kind of like oh my god i know these people like a lot of pressure like i have to go to school with them it's very weird so but Definitely just being able to speak and having this platform helps a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how was your sister, by the way? Juliet? Uh-huh. Oh, she's amazing. Let me tell you, I love my sister so much. We have our 
nugs here and uh -huh, there. As we but all do. she's so she's amazing. I love her. She's the big sister I look up to. Uh -huh. Definitely can talk to about everything. She's doing um sadly, she's doing her college online here mm -hmm. at home with us, which really sucks. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really get to experience that. But she's doing wonderful. She just got a job at Blaze Pizza. Nice. So Holla pizza. holla. Yeah. <laughs> but, Go yeah. name drop at Blaze Pizza. <laughs> um is she as savvy as an advocate as you are, does she have interest in any of this stuff or she's on something different? Um, she's definitely into, into singing. Like gotcha. she can sing. I sing. I like, I know we're both fluent in Spanish uh -huh. because of our background. My mom's Argentinian and my dad is Mexican. So we've grown up speaking Spanish, mm -hmm. but she can nail any Spanish song you give her. She nails it. Wow. Me. I'm like, I might need a week or two to work on this, but she's, Spanish songs, she's amazing. She nice. She's really good. I mean, I definitely get to learn from her uh -huh. and get insight from her. And going into high school, mm -hmm. I get help because her freshman year of college is my freshman year of high school. Oh, I see. So her gotcha. sophomore year, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. I wish I wish I would have been able to go to college maybe one year. But uh -huh. doesn't work. But she's doing great. She's good, amazing. Good. I had to ask. Um, this is interesting because as I want to know more about your background, mm -hmm. I just remembered that you're 15. Mm -hmm. So that very we very well could have already finished that topic up <laughs> is there anything that you want to include about include about your your childhood or upbringing or home life or anything um i mean i live a great life i am one of nine nine siblings wow yes so like i talked about foster <laughs> hey mama <laughs> like mm -hmm. i talked about foster um seven of amazing siblings like i mm -hmm. said you do have your fights and you know oh you're annoying you know but i am seven there are seven children that are adopted into our family thanks mm -hmm. to our parents mm -hmm. and let me tell you sometimes i'm like man i wish i was an only child you get on my nerves yeah you know like get out of my room but it's like having you're never alone you're mm -hmm. never bored mm -hmm. because you always have those siblings and you know you cherish those siblings for different things mm -hmm. like you go to this sibling for this i go to this sibling for this and i get insight from you for this because there's many different roles they play mm -hmm. in my life. Like, you know, my little brother Jordan, who's eight, he's like the baby of the family, and I've babied him since he was little. Mm -hmm. So anytime he needs a big sister or someone to go to, he has me. Mm -hmm. You know, he also has his older siblings. He gets scared at night when he has nightmares. Oh. And he crawls into my bed. So, you know, sometimes when I'm like, I want to sleep. But then it's like, you know what? That sister side of me is like, you know, it's okay. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, come in the bed. And sometimes like, I'll handle it. Go back to your bed. <laughs> so it's like, either way. He's, yeah. Either way. 40, he sleeps. Well, he sleeps. But 30, 40 years from now, he gets to look back on these great yeah. memories with his sister. And yeah. that's what it's all about. You seem to, again, you're very mature for your age. You seem to have a very uh, clear understanding of what gratitude is. And I think mm -hmm. for me, I didn't really understand what gratitude was mm -hmm. until like all last week, but no, not, not really. But it took me a while to really understand <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So what are your plans for your parents? How are you going to, you express gratitude to them daily. Like oh. what are you going to do in the big picture? Do you want to buy them a big house or like? Close your ears. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, my dad has... Um, talked about this I can't what car is it he wants he wants this one car that he's wanted forever and he tells me since I a Mustang a Mustang said? a Mustang and he tells me he's like you're gonna do big things and when you do big things you're gonna buy me this car That's so I've right. always had my mindset on buying him that car uh-huh and my mother I tell her because my let me tell you my dream car is a Jeep 
Okay. A Jeep, a four-door Jeep that's black. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. <laughs> they know everything about the Jeep because of me. I love it. She, anytime I'm like, Mom, I want a Jeep. And she goes, yeah, we all want something. I want a Learjet. Do I have it? <laughs> so maybe if I come up with money, I can buy you a jet. But I don't when know where you, she. When yeah. you come up with money. <laughs> you know, but And definitely. I had to ask. You know, I had to ask. I know for me, growing up, you know, I was not adopted or fostered. Yes. And so I was always like, you know, Mom, you have to do this. And you brought me into this world, so you you know there should be food in the fridge, and I should have a car that you need to buy me. And I I was always entitled, but well, sometimes let me tell you, just because we're adopted doesn't mean anything. Sometimes we're like that. Uh-huh. In my perspective and all of my siblings' perspective, um, there is a difference to me, but be- between a mother and you know a person who has a child, mm-hmm. because like in my in like in all of our cases, our biological we call them an oven. You know, our biological oven. (laughs) They had us, but a mom factor is someone who raises their child and loves their child and is there for you whenever you need a shoulder to cry on. And that's really the role they have played in our lives because Uh they got me when I was 19 hours old. So they are my my parents. They're my family. You know, she's my mom. She raised me. You know, she's loved me. She's been there for me. You know, mm-hmm. she'll be there for me when I have my first heartbreak, you know, like mm-hmm. that's just what they're there for. And mm-hmm. I feel like a mom really plays that role. And I'm glad that, you know, I was placed in this home and mm-hmm. I got to stay because I couldn't imagine life without them. Who mm-hmm. knows where I'd be? You know, mm-hmm. they're so amazing. I yeah. love them. I can. I, yeah, I know your mom and she amazing is one one word to describe. Oh, one She's word. Very, yeah. <laughs> very, very unique. She's my very dad, unique. too. He's um, I love yeah, my good dad. people. They're awesome. Really good people. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. And again, I mean, everybody has their own story and some people, you know, I, I, I have friends who were adopted or fostered. And just as you mentioned, it's not about blood. It's about love. No, it's about, yep. you know, day to day. And 100%. that's it. Tell me about this. So this, you might be a little too young to answer this question, but as I got older, I realized that there were certain daily practices I needed to do or use to be able to keep me focused. Is there anything okay. that you do daily that keeps you either sane or focused or excited or anything like that? Well, let me tell you, I am a national, I hold a national and world champ title in karate. Oh, whoa. And so do my siblings, all the way down to the eight-year-old, the two 13-year-olds, we all do karate. Okay. So we've done karate since we've, you so know, like I we asked. grow up, that's our other home. Huh? So, you know, we travel to do tournaments here and there, and that right now, due to the pandemic, we only have class Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Normally, Mm -hmm. we would have it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, sometimes Mm -hmm. Monday. But um, that is something that sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go, you know, because sometimes you just want to stay home, eat chips, you know, Mm -hmm. be on your phone, do whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, definitely, I look forward to it because my sensei has an amazing sense of humor, um, always makes us feel comfortable. He has us on our butts you know he's very good with self-defense and it's like another place to go that's like it's weird to say but it's like another home because we've i've grown up with him since i was six or seven Mm -hmm. so i mean he's seen me from there to this Mm -hmm. you know and it's so different to see i am a belt away from a black belt so yeah we earn our belts based on our um based on what we learn, based on our attitude, because you can have a, the worst day ever. In our sensei's words, he says, you can have the worst day ever outside of my door. But when you walk inside of that door and take one foot in my dojo, you better have a good attitude. Mm-hmm. So we've always, you know, it's always kept us a little attitude check, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you have got a, you have handfuls 
of oh, mentor yeah. of mentors. <laughs> oh, do you yeah. do you mentor anybody? Um, I mean, a mentor really. I mean, I, I know I know your younger siblings. You obviously do. Yes, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily take the title of mentor. I definitely do not think I have earned that title at all. Mm -hmm. And I think I have a lot to learn before I'm even close to earning that title. Mm -hmm. um, I have definitely helped be a platform. I believe could be a good word to help everyone and be there for them when they need me mm -hmm. um so anytime anyone has any problems they text me and they're like hey can you talk and i'm like yeah and we you know talk out their problems and help them out but i i hope one day to earn that title mentor but i definitely think it's going to take me some time and it comes with age too yes 100 you know, you're still in your teens it's like you can't go around yeah. get a men mentor somebody your age you know <laughs> yeah. um all right so Let's talk about some charities that are close to your heart. Because we talked about Buddha bullying. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, we talked about LGBTQ. What are some charities or some organizations that are really important to you that you would never say no to? Um, well, there is this one organization that, let me tell you, Buddha bullying has given me so many opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I love them for that. But this one organization has given me this many opportunities. But this opportunity that sticks out to me, um, I know you know them. They're HRC. Yeah. Right. They gave me the opportunity at 14 with my dad to travel to Washington, D.C. Right. And lobby in the House of Representatives, which is freaking crazy. I stayed a week out there with my dad. What? Yes. And we we connected with HRCs from all over the world all over the world. We had people coming from everywhere, mm -hmm. every aspect. Um, everyone was. Um, there were many people who were um, of different color. Mm -hmm. You know, it was awesome to see that. Um, I got to lobby because in the Civil Rights Act, it does not include LGBTQ rights. Mm, right. And we, as a group, 100% felt strongly that LGBTQ rights deserved to be included in that because mm -hmm. it's not fair, you know? So sadly, it did not pass. Mm -hmm. But we are going to continue to fight till it does pass. I did. Did you actually speak? I did. I took folders Whoa. for people who sponsored us mm -hmm. and folders. We went into their room. You know, um, one of the guys, his name is David Lottie, who oh, I love him mm -hmm. so much. He um, what's it called? He did the first like few. And then after he, they were like every room we'd walk back. Solange, you got this one. Solange, you Whoa. got this one. And I the first one they gave me, I looked at my dad like, do not. I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh -huh. And my dad gave me that look that he's given me since I was little to just do it. Because uh -huh. words come, they just come to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I went in there and I was like, some of them, I was like, hey, thank you so much for sponsoring us. Like, this means the world to us. Hopefully you can help us out next time. And then the ones who didn't, I sat in there and I was like, hey, um, this is why you should sponsor us. And this is why you should have our backs. I got the chance, let me tell you, to be in, correct me if I'm wrong if I say her name. Kamala Harris. I got Very to good. be in Kamala Harris's office and it was mind blowing. I think say, some say Kamala. Kamala, but, yeah. But I say Kamala too. <laughs> we were talking on the way here how to say her name. No, but, but go ahead. No, you're doing yeah, great. Yeah, Kamala Harris and um, her staff, like there were majority of her staff were people of color mm -hmm. majority of her staff and it was so cool to just like be in there and now like look back at it look back at it like whoa this girl's running for office yeah and let me tell you i'm so so happy to see a woman running for office um i love her 
I follow her on Instagram daily. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I follow her on Instagram daily. I know what she's up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think that she's an amazing person. You know, I'm really happy to see her shooting for it. She has a really good backbone. Mm-hmm. I definitely think so. I definitely think it's going to be hard for some people to push her over. Uh-huh. But she definitely has support here. I love her. And it was just awesome being out there and seeing the buildings. I got a picture at the White House, mm-hmm. which was awesome because <laughs> I joked with my dad. And I was like, when I live in the White House, I want to paint it pink. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> Let it be a very pale pink, please. Not too, no, no hot pink. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be the pink pink house, right? You're funny. (laughs) No, but it's just amazing to see, like, definitely without, with the help of my family, what, and with people, what doors have opened for me and what opportunities I've been given that are amazing. And I definitely thank that organization for that because that was, like, my favorite place I've ever visited. It's walking everywhere. You walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. So my dad and I walked from any time. He was like, okay, we're going to go get dinner. I was like, are we taking the car? And he's like, no, we're walking. And for a second, I was like, I don't want to walk. We walked all day. But, you know, it's it's so cool just seeing the difference out there. And, like, especially being in the House of Representatives, oh, my, that was so, so cool. I took so many pictures. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool. Was that the highlight of the whole trip? Oh, yeah. And being in her office. That was so cool because, you know, you see all these adults come in and with these, like, folders and these big men. And then you Mm -hmm. see this little girl come in. And it's like a lot of people might may or may not think that I know what I'm talking about. But I, I really felt strongly about putting the lgbtq act in there and did you do you see her do you see you when you see her is that you kind of want to follow her footsteps a little bit i definitely want to follow her steps when Mm -hmm. i'm older a hundred percent i applaud her she's amazing so hopefully one day i can get there and then shoot up to president and then i'll invite you over yeah (laughs) invite me over for dinner i'll I'll bring over a pizza um did you get a chance to meet her i actually did not she was out Uh uh-huh and we wa- we were moving, 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 trying to get to a lot, a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So sadly, I didn't get to meet her. But hopefully one day that'll work out. What do you think about Taylor Swift? I like her. Let me tell you, when I was younger, I listened to Taylor Swift like crazy. And her songs, and I would like sing in the shower with my sisters. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was it. Mm-hmm. And now I still listen to her. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, she's really, I think she has a really angelic voice. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, I think there's so many different artists out there who are, you know, really out there right now, but I think out there for the right reasons mm-hmm. to bring some light right now. Like we definitely need some light right now in yeah. this pandemic we're going through. Anything, mm-hmm. everyone coming out with new songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the new platform, TikTok, oh my gosh, I love. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's brought a lot of light because it's kept people dancing, moving, you know. So I, I like her. Yeah. And I, I asked because earlier, um, what I want to ask you real quick is I want to ask what it's like being your age during this pandemic. This is all very bizarre. Okay. But the reason I asked about Taylor Swift is because she is an example of somebody who took her artist platform and then mm-hmm. kind of wove it into some, some po- political um, yeah. prowess, if you will, and started yeah. to kind of get her voice out there. Um, but yeah, talk, what is it like? So uh, this is new for all of us. Not, I'm, oh, yeah. no, none of us have ever lived through a pandemic, <laughs> right? But, you know, I, I talked to a friend of mine a few months ago, and she was like, what must it be like for teens or people that oh, have yeah. kids who had routines? And mm-hmm. talk about what it's like to go through this right now. Well, you know, um, teens at my age, I definitely think are like, let's go out. Let's go to the movies. Let's go get ice cream, you know. And it's so different seeing, like, especially not going to school. Mm -hmm. Because I've gone to school since kindergarten. And, like, 
you know, I've always felt like, oh, maybe I should say I have a headache to my mom because I didn't want to be at school this day or, you know, I really wanted to go home and sleep. But now it's like we're not going to school and it feels like I'm, you know, like ditching mm -hmm. because I'm not at school. And I love school so, so, so much. Um, this platform, it kind of it's kind of a little sad because sadly a lot of people don't like school but i do mm -hmm. and i just love being there and i'm the type of person who i can't learn like actually sit there and learn you give me a test and i understand what i'm doing online i i can't really like understand mm -hmm. which is sad because i feel like a lot of teens aren't going to learn anything i definitely think everyone's going to do what they need to do but learning i don't think that's gonna work it kind of was sad because you know anywhere you go you have to wear this mask mm -hmm. and it's hard to like you know because you can't breathe and you know it's it's very difficult but it's sad to see because you know who knows if buffets are gonna be the same you know i love me a buffet going <laughs> and getting bacon and fruit for breakfast is my thing i thought that was a random example so, <laughs> but go on when you know, will buffets come back <laughs> when are they coming <laughs> but no i mean it's definitely different it's definitely something that we're going to learn from. Mm -hmm. But my house is a zoo. Mm -hmm. Is a zoo because we have all of our children. Your mom's in the background yeah. Yeah, this, this is, is but where it's I a good zoo. This is probably this what's is keeping where, you sane. This is where I think she should have <laughs> overthink children because we have like seven children in our house, sometimes eight when our cousin comes over yeah. because everyone is like I'll be in my room and then you know I have desk in my room so I'll put like one of my little one of my little siblings there and then Jordan's in his room and then the two girls are in the living room and we have our cousins here and then when the cleaning lady comes, oh my gosh, the vacuum's going off. She has to clean my room. I have to move, but then all her cords are everywhere, so it's like, it's insane. It it's, sounds like Big Brother, but uh, oh, with yeah. a family. <laughs> Sometimes it does be easier to go to school. You know she invited me over for dinner. Now I'm, now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> be careful. Make sure the housekeepers aren't there that day. <laughs> um, so, so, so you miss school, and I think that oh, yeah. for me, school this won't come as any surprise to you, but school was a place where I could be really social. So oh, I, if, yeah. if I was going through this now, I would be like just going nuts because I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to go be with my people. Um, talk about what, how it is for you mentally. It sounds like having this big family is what's saving you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Period. Oh yeah, having a big family definitely is helping us out, stay on our toes. You know, our mom, because of the person she is, every morning, especially during online school, you know, someone, my high school classes wake up at eight. I mean, okay. I have start school at eight. So um, she still makes us wake up, get dressed. We still have to brush our teeth. We still have to do our hair. We mm -hmm. still have to eat breakfast. She keeps us in routine. this routine that is like, I thought this is online. I thought I just had to wake up at like 7.55 and quickly put on a shirt and then, you know, start classes in five minutes. Like mm -hmm. I didn't think I had to do like everything in a routine of school. Mm -hmm. But having my, my siblings there and having a big family definitely gives me something to look forward to mm -hmm. because it's like when I'm so tired and I just like want this class to end because, you know, it's kind of like boring right now. Mm -hmm. I get to like hear, I get to like see my crazy siblings and mm -hmm. watch them go crazy and, you know, hang out with them we have it we're so fortunate to have a pool in our backyard mm -hmm. so we get to use it and we get to go there um we have a park really near us so we get to go to the park y'all are living the life Co know? covid what <laughs> covid huh but it just sucks no, that kidding. we can't go out anywhere and i mean we could go out let me tell you we could go out with our masks and sit on the patio. But the but the excessive amount of heat that is right now <gasps> sitting outside, no matter what sprayers you put, 
are not going to keep our faces from dripping. And I applaud you don't anyone. Want it to be 119 degree weather? I applaud anyone who sits outside <laughs> and eats lunch or anything with misters. I applaud. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm glad you I applaud because I'm appalled. <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah, again, it was 118 degrees today. I think no, I think it actually dropped down to 114, but with mm-hmm. humidity, so it feels like 160. Mm-hmm. Um, you're funny. Let's take some time to talk about because I know you came prepared, and this is this oh, just, is yeah, just a few notes. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I'm glad I want people to come prepared. Yeah. Only a couple people have, so this is the time where I'm going to ask you: What are some things that you want to add? What might you want to contribute to this podcast? What are some things you want to talk about? Well, like I said, I am. I've always, you know, been a part of politics, mm-hmm. and just to not touch on it a lot, but just to encourage anyone and everyone who is watching this to please go out and vote. Like, please, please, I am way too young to vote. So somebody needs to do it for me because I cannot vote yet. But when I vote, let me tell you, I'm going to be there all the time. Uh I definitely think that even during social distancing, I feel like people, you know, have a a little bit of a easier chance to get out. Mm -hmm. You know, for those who don't work, get out, vote, um, mail them, especially when someone is trying to limit the ballots and mm-hmm. limit money mm-hmm. so um, so the ballots don't go in on time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that should let, let stop anyone from voting. I definitely think we need to vote. You know, I said that it's, I'm glad to see a woman going for office, mm-hmm. which is why I think everyone should vote. Yeah. Because change is good. Change is really, really good. She's a woman, she's a, a fantastic woman, a woman of color, you know, I definitely think that she could play a really, really big role mm-hmm. and help help us out yeah. 100%. And just, you know, I, I, I've seen her, like I said, I watch her on Instagram and I watch everything she does in her videos and she she sits, you can sit there and listen to someone and let things come in one ear and out the other. Totally. But when she sits there, she takes your information and she listens to you and she, you know, she's like, well, this is what I can do to make it better mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do, which is why, you know, I feel strongly for her. I've watched her since before she joined. So mm-hmm. I've watched her and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I definitely think vote. A hundred percent vote because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm too young. So, someone better do it for me. But yeah, I love a- that. I love that. Vote for me, right? That's funny. Yeah. Something you'll never hear. You know, as long as you know, it's well into my twenties and thirties. Yeah. We've always heard and seen rock the vote and get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I never considered somebody your age who's a, who's you know encouraging us to vote because you can't. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You well, know. you know, she. One thing she, I guess, like you could say, she's dealing with right now is that. Um, they're trying to say that she isn't a citizen. Oh, yeah, Which, yeah, let yeah. me tell you, she's born, let me see, I put Oakland. I believe it's Oakland she was born in. Yeah. If you're born in Ork- Oakland, I didn't mean that meant you weren't a citizen because last time I checked, I'm pretty sure that means you're a citizen. That's My right. parents are from Argentina and Mexico, mm-hmm. and I'm still a citizen. Mm-hmm. So if I'm still a citizen, it doesn't mean that she's not a citizen. You know, like, things are just crazy. Right, and th- what I like what I like about her and about that is, oh, yeah. and most people, is that they don't even, they don't even acknowledge it because it's so it's so ridiculous exactly it's so ridiculous um i will include two things one is the fact that this nation is based on immigrants and Mm -hmm. you know so even if that was the case that you know anyway uh but second (laughs) is i think a lot of people soon forget that but um Mm -hmm. the other thing is you know i was raised by my mother and my sisters so i didn't really have too much male influence growing up but i've always been a firm believer that there needs to be a strong woman's voice, if not the woman's voice oh, of all. I was, yes. I was, I was big for Hillary just because it's like, let a woman come up and do it. Watch what a woman can do. Finally, Watch. thank you. Yeah. I feel like they have been underestimated. Someone, they need to give women this. 
this woman needs a chance. Let me tell you, Ugh, she's going to do. This good is a whole change. other podcast. Go on. Yep, I definitely think she's going to have good change, and I, mm -hmm. I'm just saying it to like you know be chill because I get very irritated mm -hmm. when someone is doing nothing but simply speaking their voice yeah. and speaking what they think is true and is actually trying to get a place in office to do what's right. Mm -hmm. And then some people decide to dig up all the random dirt they can mm -hmm. to just make you or make look, up dirt. Yeah, make you look like a fool mm -hmm. and you're you're simply just speaking like what you feel is right. Like me, all mm -hmm. I simply do is speak what I feel is right. Mm -hmm. And if someone wants to like, you know, say whatever they want to say, that's fine. But you don't need to go out of the way and, you know, dig up dirt for no reason. And or that's a form dirt. of bullying, it, right? It is a form of bullying which she's receiving right now which is wrong. Yeah. So Buddha bullying. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I love how we wrong. came full circle on it, that because it it's is true. Wrong. Yeah. It is bullying. However, however you 100%. look at it, whatever you want to call it, it's bullying. One hundred percent. And Buddha bullying. Grow Buddha up. Bullying. <laughs> yep. Grow up. You know, it's interesting. Again, it's why it's so important to have uh, voices, diverse, mm -hmm. interesting voices, but voices from the youth. Because, yep. uh, you know, I think as we get older, we start to disconnect from simple things such as the golden rule, treating people with respect, mm -hmm. um, treating your elders with respect, not bullying, and people my age, you mm -hmm. should jump on Facebook, people are bullying each other left and right. Oh my God. That next door, let me tell you, next oh, that door app? is crazy. Oh, I'm scared right? of that Right next door. She, she's, but that's not the purpose for the app. Are they exactly. bullying on there? No, they're just insane. They're insane. Really? They're bullies. Like That's not the purpose of the app. That's not. Like, they're insane. Insane. Like, you know, people have their opinions. If you don't, my mom has told me since I was younger, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Thank you. My mother so would tell me the same thing. Yep. I, I, that was, I was yep. mantra burned mm -hmm. into my memory at a very young age. If you have nothing nice to say, don't, don't say, say anything at all. No. Yeah. yeah. So why do you think that people don't practice that nowadays? Why do you think that people don't well, know? You know, I feel like sometimes some people, you know, I feel like people, let me say, I say, I. I mean, I'm getting my head up. Yeah, no, no, yeah, collect I your feel as people do things and say things. But then I definitely feel like when someone gives you the correct point mm -hmm. and shows you how you're wrong in the correct way, not in bullying, mm -hmm. sitting down having like a real talk and mm -hmm. letting you know why I feel that you could be wrong and like showing you insight on maybe why your opinion or your thoughts aren't correct. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you see like, oh, maybe I was thinking wrong the whole time or doing the wrong thing. But then because of the way you are, you don't like to be wrong, mm -hmm. you know, stubborn. so you stick with that. You're mm -hmm. stubborn. And it's like that doesn't really help, mm -hmm. you know, like you're wrong, you're wrong. Move mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't know. I feel like I don't know. It's very different. Very different now, but yeah. I feel strongly sometimes there's a lot of negativity, and I think that there we needs to be way more positivity. What do, What do you think the role in social media is with all of this negativity? Well, you know, social media is meant for positivity. Right. It, social media is meant to be happy, to like share your lives, to show yourself at the beach, not traveling, cats, yep. pizza, mm -hmm. puppies. Food, fries, not yes. body shaming, right. not saying mean words, not saying, oh, well, I don't like you, uh -huh. or, you know, you did this, or, ew, you have this on your face when you took this picture. You should take it down, uh -huh. or you only have this many followers. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Really, who cares? That, that really ties into letting people be who they want to be. Mm -hmm. And this, let me tell you, negativity ties into why people don't have confidence mm -hmm. or can't have confidence or can't be who they are because they know how people are going to treat them. So then what do you have to say to those people that you're referring to? The people that lack confidence that are hearing mm -hmm. this, what do you have to say to them? How can they build their confidence? What's to it going to take? To ignore the bullies. I say ignore them. Now, ignoring 
people have told me or like when I get like upset or annoyed and someone's like just ignore just ignore I can't ignore Mm -hmm. like I can't because it's just there and it's Mm -hmm. like in my mind and I've processed it and it's like I can't just let it go like that's just not me I definitely feel that anyone who's watching this who needs something they can always you know have someone to talk to Mm -hmm. and if you don't have anyone to talk to I'm here Mm. I'm here to talk to everybody anybody I'm open to everybody you know I've spoken to so many kids like I said at different schools and I keep in contact with them Mm -hmm. and I talk to them I'm like hey just checking in has have you solved this problem Mm -hmm. or do you still need more help you know just definitely checking up on someone um and if anyone feels like they're being bullied or needs help or you know especially cyberbullying, which is extremely easy for anyone to do because Mm -hmm. you create a fake account and i can do whatever to you and you're not going to know who i am which is kind of like being a coward oh my god find another hobby get a job who does that (laughs) seriously yeah mow the grass yeah mow the grass Mm -hmm. learn spanish Mm -hmm. do something productive oh yeah I like that. So, you know, I think for me, you know, again, my mother was such a big part of why I think that I was confident at a young age. Obviously, as I mentioned, you know, I had some dips in life and stuff. But for me, a big part of um, staying confident is uh, affirmations, Mm -hmm. right? So telling myself, talking myself through tough moments, like, you got this, you know, you're confident, you're the man, you can do this, you're talented, and there's only one of you. Yeah, my my dad, since I was younger, he, since I do karate, Mm -hmm. you know, when I do all that stuff, my mom, my dad always tells me, to have my game face on Mm -hmm. so like with karate or with like anything that i scared that i'm scared of or Mm -hmm. i'm nervous he tells me to put on my game face which my game face i go like this (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you're still you're smiling that's my game face and it's like i'm ready i'm prepared and like let's do this you know so yeah i think i don't know i think definitely background family has a big role to play Mm -hmm. in anyone's life because you know they make you the person you are they show you life Mm -hmm. they help you out and I definitely feel like like without family like I know you've learned so much from your family and Mm -hmm. I think that's that's definitely the why one of the reasons why you are the person you are today which Mm -hmm. is why I'm so happy with the family I am because I can't wait to see what I become when I'm older and then you know give credit to my family and you know give credit to people who have had my back since day one because Mm -hmm. you know with family it helps you get through anything and for those of those for those of those people who don't have family Mm -hmm. if you don't have friends or anyone like i said you have a lot of people to talk to Mm -hmm. you know you look up someone there's a lot of people to talk to anyone you need to talk to um i'm here i know you're here if anyone there needs to talk to you i may not respond immediately but Mm -hmm. i will respond yeah so i definitely think that taking the time to send a message or be like hey you know like i'm going through this is there any information you can give me Mm -hmm. just like a quick like sentence and be like and then you know i see it and want to help you because Mm -hmm. definitely helping and during this pandemic besides school about like maybe five or six hours a day what else do we have to do yeah because you know so definitely reach out to someone definitely talk it's going to be difficult you're you're going to have to push yourself and have you know like a little bit of a backbone to Mm -hmm. be like hey i can do this Mm -hmm. you know i can do this so just to like put you need to learn people need to learn how to push themselves sometimes it's difficult to be able to push yourself but it's important but you, it's so important mm-hmm. so so important because you know you have family but they're not always going to be there yeah you know so you have to be able to like build that own self-confidence and learn and you know be your own be your own like how do you say that like 
I would use the word advocate. Yeah, I mean, be advocate your own for yourself. Advocate, yeah. yeah, you know, you know? Um, yeah. it's it, 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 again another thing I've learned is self and self love is so important. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Look, and I know that uh, your girl Whitney was it Whitney? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Whitney said that once upon a time. Yeah. But um, the older I get, and the more I hear those words, and when I hear those words formulated differently or out of different mouths, yeah. the more it resonates, and it's true. Like it's all mm -hmm. about loving on yourself and then going from there. Yep, and with self-love one thing I do quickly one thing I do to like remind myself to be happy and to be positive is do something you love like I said I do karate I mm -hmm. sing I do stuff like that anytime I'm in a bad mood or I feel like for some reason sometimes let me tell you sometimes I wake up and I wake up perfectly fine but then I walk out of my room and I put myself in a bad room mm -hmm. in a bad mood mm -hmm. for what reason no reason at all mm -hmm. but just because sometimes I just that's so sometimes I just wake up like that mm -hmm. and to get yourself out of it you know I exercise I do karate sometimes I sing mm -hmm. to do things you love also help you get self-love okay you know what so at the so we're gonna wrap this up right mm -hmm. so at the end of every podcast I ask my guests a if there's something you wanted to add which I believe you talked about with voting but yes. B trying to find some solutions for people at home to use or practice yeah. daily that's going to keep them happy so you're mentioning exercising and singing do something you love i mean if you love what is it like drawing painting my my older sister juliet uh-huh she draws and paints amazing oh, she wow. just got she she's had this talent for whatever for forever mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. she just started like actually getting paints and stuff and she's been painting and she's amazing so i know anytime she's stressed or anytime anyone's like annoying her she goes in her room shuts her door and she paints mm -hmm. she comes out in a better mood mm -hmm. you know just walking outside take a walk stretch dance mm -hmm. i like to dance mm -hmm. my cousin is a dancer so he you know sometimes when i'm stressed i see his videos of dancing and i dance TikTok dance Kay. sing anything you like i mean it really doesn't doesn't matter read my sister likes to read which is so weird because mm -hmm. i hate reading she likes to sit there and read and just like on her free time we went to mexico and she sat at the pool and read i know your mom told me you i don't know how Cabo, anybody it? can Whatever. do that i don't know how anyone can sit there and read and just like oh my god i can't wait to finish my book like i'm not like that hey, it's, <laughs> it's like when well, you might you know? be that way with a movie it's getting immersed <laughs> into another story yeah you know? so i mean just you, do something you love anything find a hobby yeah a hobby anything it could be making coffee you know well i've, I've been having that hobby <laughs> for way too many room. years <laughs> yeah i could anything. use that hobby yeah i like anything. this so Read, exercise, sing, dance, TikTok, find a hobby. These are all Just solutions. find a hobby. Find right. a hobby, something that makes you happy. And even if you're like, well, sometimes when I sing and stuff and they're like, go do something and they're like, um, sing, I don't feel like it. Uh -huh. And it's like, that's what keeps me going. You know, yeah. I don't feel like it. Dance, I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, draw, I don't feel like it. You know, and you don't want to spend your whole day on social media. You don't mm -hmm. want to spend your whole day on electronics because that... You know, the, not everything that's electronics is like a negative one percentage of what you're going to find in life. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just a small percentage to get you through contact. But there's so many other things that you can do. Go to a playground, mm -hmm. you know, before I was remembering, just remembered yesterday that before I had my phone, I used to play hide and go seek. I used to do board games all the time. Mm -hmm. I used to go outside and swim almost every single freaking day. And now it's like. I have my phone, so it's like I don't do that stuff anymore. And it's like I really want to get back into that hobbit because it's so much fun doing so many things. Even so what I'm hearing is you're going to get rid of your phone. 
No, I said I'm going to try different things. You see how quick that no came out. We're not getting She got jumped of, out of her seat. I now. need to talk to anyone who needs help, right? So I can't. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get rid of my phone yet. That but. came full circle. It's all about y'all, y'all. <laughs> we can try new things, though. Try You're new funny. things. <laughs> um, are you going to come back and chat with me in the future? Whenever you want. And you can come to me. You can come to my house. Yeah. Come for dinner. I'll make sure the cleaning lady isn't home. Yeah, you're funny. Okay. As I head into the zoo. Um, I'll, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to, if your mom um, will be up for this at some point, I want to bring her in too. Oh, my mom she is probably amazing. probably isn't going to, but it's worth Let me a tell shot. you, she ran, real quick, she ran this, um, this um, it's called FTC Foster, what is it? For the children uh -huh. is what it is. And I grew up with that organization as well. Mm -hmm. um, she recently let it go, you oh, know. Wow. But um, she fostered over, like I said, there's no a million, said a trillion, trillion, yeah. who knows, no word. She's fostered. They've had so many kids. She's given parents who come into her um, into her organization the opportunity to adopt a kid. She gets a kid and is like, hey, this kid, you know, like mm -hmm. this is our kid right now that's open for a home. Do you want to foster this kid and eventually see if you want to adopt it? Mm -hmm. She's helped people become parents. Mm -hmm. And she's given them the opportunity to do that. And I admire her so much. Ever since I was little, I was like, mom, when you're done with For the Children, I'm going to take it over and I'm going to be president. That's right. Right? But I'm too young, so it doesn't work. But I, I applaud her for that. That's awesome. And my dad, He's the assistant superintendent for the school Palm Springs School District. So right. he has his head everywhere working with everything. Uh -huh. So being able to do that too, they're they're real inspirations. I mean, I inspire I, they inspire me. So I can hear it. sometimes, you know, you get annoyed with your parents, right? Yeah. yeah. But I I love them. Sometimes I I love them all the time. But you know, sometimes you just need a little break. Oh, look, but. that's life. That goes. <laughs> I even get that way with my dog sometimes. <laughs> um, I think that your mom and dad should co kind of co-write a parenting book. Oh, they should. You Let's should write them a the book. Challenge. You know what we've always said that you know what would be a good reality of uh, a reality family show? What? The senior A. The senior A's. We would have an amazing reality of our home following us around our daily lives you never get bored okay so e um <laughs> what else what are the other ones bravo oxygen if you're looking for a new family to follow around yeah Hi. you can't go wrong senior a's all right yeah. with that said again i'm so glad you're here thank you for being thank here. thank you for having me you're welcome you're welcome and we're going to see her again you can find her on your own we're going to uh, link uh, her youtube channel as well oh, as some yes yeah, yeah, we're going to have that on the bio for you, as well as your Instagram and all that stuff. All right. So you know where to find her. And again, you know, she mentioned that she's willing to have some dialogue with people. If yeah. you have some issues, uh, reach out to her, and mm -hmm. maybe she can help you uh, solve those issues. Oh, of course. All right. Always. Thanks again for being thank here. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you. Do your part. We love you. Love each other. Love on yourselves, and we will see you soon. I am absolutely confident that you continue to do your part. Thank you for listening to another episode of Do Your Part. I work at staying awake. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Stay connected with Brian Gallo through social media at Do Your Part Podcast or visit doyourpartpodcast.com. <laughs>